but I'm just a rock chick. I would describe my music and my sound as Avril The best damn thing. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast, a facts and trivia-based podcast about Canadian pop singer Avril Lavigne. I'm your host, Andrea DeFrancesco. It's been quite a while since our last episode, and I'm so happy to be back. There's been so much that's happened with Avril recently for us to catch up on, including a brand new single with Youngblood called I'm a Mess, plus Avril's new haircut, and we're going to discuss it all right here in this bonus episode, so let's get into it. On September 17th, Avril announced she would take part in the Shein Rock the Runway Shein for All fashion show on September 25th. A clip of her performance had leaked several days prior, showing her performing Bite Me. However, it appeared that her performance had been dubbed with the original studio recording. The same day, Avril posted stories from the studio with John Feldman. She tagged Travis Barker and DTA Records, captioning the post, Back at it again. On September 20th, Avril posted another set of stories from the studio with John Feldman, Travis Barker, and Youngblood. She captioned the post, starting this album off, followed by the fire emoji, implying she has started work on a brand new album. On September 21st, she attended an event for Travis Barker's Barker Wellness brand at Nobu Restaurant. On September 22nd, Youngblood posted a TikTok with Avril dancing to his song Tissues with the caption, Something's Coming. On September 23rd, Avril performed at the Firefly Music Festival in Dover Heights, Delaware. She brought the members of All Time Low on stage with her to perform All the Small Things by Blink-182 and also performed Flames with Modson. On September 24th, she performed two shows at the iHeart Radio Festival in Las Vegas and met fellow pop artist Gail backstage. The festival later aired on The CW as a two-night television special on October 7th and 8th. On September 25th, Avril's performance for Sheehan's Rock the Runway aired exclusively on the Sheehan app. She performed to the studio version of Bite Me while models danced around the runway. In an interview with Pop Sugar, Avril revealed she helped dress the audience members. On September 26th, Avril's bassist, Matt Riley, did an Ask Me Anything session on Reddit. On working with Avril, he wrote, She is very down-to-earth, friendly, knows the names of every tech and engineer on the tour, hangs out with everyone after shows and off days, etc. My sister got married over the summer, and Avril gave me some gifts to give to her and wish her well. She's incredible as a person and so enjoyable to work with. On September 27th, Avril celebrated her 38th birthday. To celebrate, her website offered a 15% off discount on merchandise. Additionally, the user Simping on Sunshine from Avril Band-Aids shared some information about Youngblood's work with Avril after attending one of his concerts. The user said that Youngblood confirmed he and Avril had been writing a lot together and confirmed she has a brand new record coming soon. He also denied fan rumors of their collaboration being called Side Eyes. On September 28th, Avril attended a launch event in Hollywood for Kourtney Kardashian's vitamin brand Lemmy. The same day, Time Magazine published a piece Avril wrote on Machine Gun Kelly for their Time 100 Next list. On September 30th, a Love Sucks hoodie and sweat set was sold on her website. The same day, Avril posted an Instagram story from the studio recording vocals. On October 3rd, she posted more photos from the studio and Travis Barker recording drums. On October 4th, she posted a short instrumental clip from the studio of a mid-tempo ballad. Fans noted its resemblance to Two Worlds Collide by Demi Lovato. On October 7th, she posted another story from the studio with John Feldman. On October 8th, she confirmed she would be filming a music video the following day, but did not reveal for which song. Fans suspected it would be for her collaboration with Youngblood. A few days later, some paparazzi pictures were released, showing Avril on set in Malibu on the beach. A few days later, Youngblood revealed in an interview that he had recently shot a music video for a huge collaboration, but did not name the artist, leading to further speculation that the collaboration was with Avril. On October 12th, Avril was announced as a nominee for Best Canadian Act at the MTV Europe Music Awards, which is a fan-voted award. 
On October 13th, an interview was published by Hype Bay in which Avril revealed a new collection for Killstar would be released around the time of the When We Were Young festival that month. The same day, Avril attended the opening of Travis Barker's restaurant Crossroads Kitchen and posted more stories from the studio with Andrew Goldstein and all-time low frontman Alex Gazkarth. The same day, Machine Gun Kelly released a live music video for his song Nine Wives, which features a short clip of Avril from the mainstream sellout tour. Avril also posted a short message to fans confirming her show in Hong Kong would be canceled due to travel and scheduling issues, while the date in Manila would be postponed to 2023. According to the member CEFH on Avril Band-Aids from a post dated October 14th, he confirmed reaching out to Rick Knowles on the leaked B-side Fall Into the Sky, who confirmed he and Avril had written the song in the early 2000s. This means it was most likely an outtake from Let Go, rather than Under My Skin as some fans had believed. According to the member, Half Full and Let's Get Weird are from the head of Water Sessions, and he also confirmed there is an extended version of Bite Me. The extended version of Bite Me is rumored to have had a different bridge, with lyrics mentioning cannibalism and, quote, eating the guy's heart out like an animal, which were supposedly cut because Avril and her producers felt it would be too controversial. On October 14th, Avril posted a new TikTok with the members of All Time Low, showing the transition from rehearsal to performance of their cover of All the Small Things by Blink-182 at Firefly Music Festival. The same day, an interview was published with Pop Sugar, in which Avril revealed she would be releasing new music in the fall. She also revealed that she kept every outfit from all of her music videos and that they have been archived, along with the skateboard from the complicated video. Billboard also revealed that Avril has submitted Love Sucks for Best Rock Album for the 2023 Grammys. If she is nominated, this will be her first Grammys nomination since 2004 and her first in the category of Best Rock Album. On October 16th, the clothing brand Killstar posted a teaser video for a new collection with Avril. On October 17th, Avril posted an Instagram story behind the scenes on set with the caption, Shooting Stuff. Fans speculated it may be a photo shoot for a new single or album. On October 18th, she posted more stories from the studio with Travis Barker and Andrew Goldstein. On October 19th, Killstar launched a preview of their new collection with Avril with the collection launching to the general public on October 21st. The same day, Avril posted a new set of pictures with the caption, Staring at the pavement alone, wishing I was on my way home to you. All the shops in London are closed. I don't know where to go from here. While she did not reveal the song's title, she made a vague hint that it was a song from the forthcoming deluxe album in a reply to a fan's comment. Some fans speculated it may be her collaboration with Youngblood, which was later revealed to be correct upon the song's release. On October 22nd, Avril was due to perform at the first day of the When We Were Young Festival in Las Vegas, However, the show was canceled due to severe windstorms. The show for October 23rd went ahead as scheduled. However, she did not perform on October 29th due to, quote, unforeseen circumstances. Her setlist for the festival included her past hits, as well as a duet of Flames with Modson and her cover of All the Small Things by Blink-182 with All Time Low again. On October 25th, Avril uploaded a TikTok with Youngblood, cutting her hair in a teaser clip of their new song, I'm a Mess, playing. Youngblood also tweeted, the song we're about to drop is full-on looking out the window of your parents' car, pretending you're in a music video vibes. The following day, Avril officially announced the single on her social media with a release date of November 3rd. In a Twitter Q&A, Avril revealed the song will be featured as a bonus track on the upcoming deluxe edition of Love Sucks. On October 28th, she posted another story from the studio with Travis Barker and Alex Gazkarth. The same day, Amazon France and Amazon UK posted pre-orders for the Love Sucks vinyl. The standard edition will include a black disc, while the French version will be orange and the UK edition will be transparent red. On October 30th, a photographer named Sonia Farrell shared rare photos via Instagram from the Let Go album shoot taken in 2001 in Brooklyn, New York. She posted additional photos on November 2nd. 
On October 31st, Avril uploaded a new TikTok in which she teased an extended clip of I'm a Mess. On November 1st, Youngblood uploaded a TikTok of him and Avril lip-syncing to I'm a Mess from what appeared to be the set of the music video. On November 2nd, the Japanese edition of Love Sucks, as well as the Love Sucks vinyl, were both released. The Japanese edition includes all 12 songs from the standard edition of the album, as well as Avril's previous singles, plus the two live acoustic tracks she recorded for the first take. The same day, Spin Magazine published a list of the 50 best songs of 2002, ranking Complicated number 12. Eric R. Danton wrote, With Complicated, she offered an alternative vision of pop stardom to a new generation of budding music fans, exploring a path beyond lip-syncing and choreography. The same day, Avril teased a clip of the music video for I'm a Mess on her TikTok. On November 3rd, Avril released her new single with Youngblood called I'm a Mess. According to the Twitter account US Radio Updater, the single is scheduled to impact US Hot AC Radio on November 14th and US Pop Radio on November 15th. This will be her first single from the Love Sucks era not to get pushed to alternative radio. Additionally, the music video was also released the same day, directed by P. Tracy, and debuted Avril's new shorter haircut. Her scenes were filmed in Los Angeles, while Youngbloods were shot in London. Avril skateboards in the video and the black balloon from the Love Sucks album artwork is featured. Fans noted a resemblance to Avril's past music videos from the Under My Skin era, such as Nobody's Home. In a Twitter Q&A, she revealed she started writing I'm a Mess on the piano, which is why she plays on the piano in the music video. Her favorite part of the video is when she and Youngblood are singing together. A new line of merch was also released along with the single, including a t-shirt and two hoodies. Avril also did an interview with Sirius XM in which she revealed that her hair was cut while on set for the music video and that she had wanted to cut her hair since the end of tour. Youngblood offered to do it in that moment and it was then fixed by three hairdressers on set. She also conducted a Q&A on Twitter, during which she revealed I'm a Mess will be on the deluxe edition of Love Socks and that it's her favorite deluxe track. She also revealed the deluxe edition will be out November 25th, exactly nine months after the release of the original album. She confirmed at least two songs, I'm a Mess and Mercury in Retrograde, will be part of the tracklist, along with several acoustic remixes. She also discussed her eighth album that she is currently working on and confirmed Alex Gazkarth of All Time Low and Youngblood as collaborators, in addition to John Feldman and Travis Barker. She also said that she plays the tambourine on many of the tracks they have recorded. Additionally, she revealed a behind-the-scenes video will be released for I'm a Mess. On November 7th, she began the Japan leg of the Love Sucks tour in Yokohama at the Pacifico Yokohama National Convention Hall. The tour will run through November 14th and conclude in Osaka at Intex Osaka. At the time of this recording, we know for the first show, she used the same setlist as the Bite Me tour, except Love Sucks on drums was replaced with her new single, I'm a Mess, which she performed solo and omitted the bridge, and Smile was replaced with Hello Kitty from her 2013 self-titled album. On November 7th, Avril appeared on the cover of In Love magazine, in which she revealed the bonus tracks that will be included on Love Sucks Deluxe are acoustic versions of Bite Me, Boys Lie, Love It When You Hate Me, and Love Sucks, plus I'm a Mess, and two other previously unheard songs. The third song is currently unknown. The same day, Avril uploaded a TikTok describing the story behind I'm a Mess and said they initially thought it would be used for Youngblood before deciding to use it for her. So from a new single to Avril's new haircut and the start of the Japanese tour, there's so much to talk about. So the first thing that I have to give my thoughts on is the new single, I'm a Mess. I really like this song a lot. I honestly wasn't really sure what I was going to be expecting from a collaboration between her and Youngblood because I'm really not that familiar with Youngblood's music. And so I was really pleasantly surprised by what I heard, especially because it's so different than the rest of the Love Sucks album. What's really interesting about this song is that based on some stories that John Feldman posted to his Instagram, 
of the recording sessions for this song, it really appears like this took place quite a long time ago before the Love Sucks album was even out, which is really interesting because obviously the song came out much later. But basically in these photos, you can see that Avril's hair obviously is longer, but there's not even any colored streaks of any kind in it. So this indicates really how long ago this was. And it seems like what probably happened was that we know that they did their duet of I'm With You together in March 2021. And so it seems like they entered the studio pretty soon after that, and that's basically when the song was written. And so my theory is that they wrote the song, and like Avril had said, they weren't sure if they were going to use it for him or for her, and then obviously they eventually decided it would be for her. But I think they knew that it wasn't going to really fit on the Love Sucks album, because I'm sure at that point Avril knew she probably had a pretty good idea that she was going to make a pop-punk album. And John Feldman had alluded to previously that he had said, you know, I was really trying to keep her on track. Like, she had said, I want to do a pop-punk album, and anytime we kind of started to deviate from that I had to kind of remind her this is what you want to do and so I think that it makes sense why they ended up saving I'm a mess for the deluxe tracks because it doesn't really fit with the rest of the album with it being so fast so up tempo and a lot of those songs are more like boy bashing breakup kind of songs whereas I'm a mess is obviously more of a mid-tempo kind of closer to being a ballad and it's really more about missing somebody as opposed to being like boy bashing so I really like that it offers kind of something new so it's still part of the love sucks era still part of that kind of pop punk alternative kind of sound and obviously the same collaborators the same producers and stuff are all involved and so you know, the sound is all consistent with it, but it offers a different side that the Love Sucks album didn't show. And so I think that's why a lot of people are receiving the song really, really well because of that, because it's showing something that we haven't seen on the rest of the album. And what's interesting too is that I think there can be so many different lyrical interpretations with the song. So obviously the song is about, you know, Avril described it as being about missing somebody like that you can't be with. Actually, she was pretty vague when she described it. I think most people are interpreting it to be like, if you're in a long distance relationship, maybe you're, um, she described how, you know, both her and Youngblood, obviously they're touring musicians for a living. And so sometimes that means having to be away from home, being away from people that they love. And so I think that's pretty much what the meaning is supposed to be is as she described about missing somebody that you can't be with or being away from home, that sort of thing. But to me, even though I agree with that interpretation and I totally get that that's basically what she wrote it about, I do think that the song is, the lyrics are vague enough that they can be open to interpretation. And usually that's how how Avril's music is, is that the lyrics are usually vague enough that people can kind of interpret it in different ways and make it apply to their own life. And so for me, even though I don't mind that it's about, you know, a long distance relationship or whatever you want to call it, I honestly, every time I look through the lyrics, I really think it could also be about death. And I know that that might, you know, some people might not necessarily see it that way and that's totally fine. But I think when you read through those lyrics, I feel like you can interpret it in that way that like, you know, it could be about somebody that you lose through death even. And so for some reason, that's how I've chosen to interpret the song, even though I know that's not what she wrote it about. That's just what I picture when I listen to the song. And to me, that's just kind of how I am able to connect with it on a deeper level because I've never been in a long distance relationship and I just don't really relate to it in that way. But I feel like with, you know, we've all lost somebody important to us, whether somebody's moved away or maybe they've passed on. And I feel like that for me, that meaning makes me connect to the song more. So that was just something that I wanted to share in case nobody had ever thought of that interpretation before. I wondered if anybody else might have thought of that when they were reading through those lyrics like I did. And I also feel like it kind of makes the song like more special in a way when you kind of think of it with that interpretation as well. You know, for example, the lyrics like, I hope it's not forever. Will I see you again? You know, those sorts of lyrics just really, I think, adds 
another layer to that sentimental value to me. Another thing I think we have to talk about is that bridge. Everybody is talking about that bridge. It was like the main thing on everybody's mind immediately after they heard the song. It was like the number one comment was their vocals on the bridge, but especially Avril's vocals on the bridge. Like, first of all, their voices go so well together. I mean, I always felt that way since their duet of I'm With You. I always thought their voices complemented each other really well. And they're both such emotive singers, too, that I feel like that's part of why they complement each other as well. But this bridge really shows a good example of how their voices complement each other so well and how they really do just go together so well. And I mean, I think we've rarely heard Avril sing as high as she does in this bridge. I think the only other time I can really recall her singing so high is on her cover of What Child Is This? But for the most part, we never really hear her sing this high. And so it's always such a treat to hear her really do stuff like this with her vocals. I think, you know, sometimes with the type of music that she does, it doesn't always give her a chance to really show her chops in that way. And so anytime she gets to to really show that she actually is such a skilled singer. It's always such a treat for us to be able to hear her, you know, show her stuff. So the bridge, one of her best bridges ever. Love the vocals on it. I also really like the music video a lot too. I think it's easily one of the best videos that she's released this era. It's very 2004, really has like those under my skin vibes to it. And of course, I think they did it in that kind of like vintage style too, to really like bank on that nostalgia effect. And a lot of people have noted its similarities to her music videos from the under my skin era, especially Nobody's Home. Some people have drawn comparison photos between like the runaway Avril and then what she looks like in this video with the shorter haircut and stuff and how she almost looks kind of similar. It's kind of funny. I think it was Youngblood who might have actually made a tweet or something where he commented about like, I'm glad the girl from Nobody's Home is okay now or something. So it is kind of funny. Um, Obviously, the videos are not connected. I don't think they're meant to be connected, but it's kind of a fun idea to think that like maybe the Avril in the I'm a Mess video is almost like the, the runaway Avril kind of like grown up now or something. And speaking of Avril's hair, we obviously have to talk about her shorter haircut. So she kind of has like almost like a bob now, which she's never really had except... What's funny is that she has almost the same kind of haircut that she had back when she was about 14, which is so funny because people have taken those comparison photos and it's so crazy how she looks nearly the same because as we know, she doesn't look like she really has ever aged, you know? And so even more so now with the new haircut and stuff, she looks so much the same. It's so funny to see. And yeah, like Avril with a bob, it's so interesting because, you know, we've always known her to have kind of long hair. I feel like it is a little bit short. Like I would have maybe liked to have seen it more like shoulder length or a little like, you know, longer than shoulder length, more about like how it was in the let go era, kind of like that length. So I I do think it's a little bit short, but I, I really like the change, honestly, because I think she's had the long hair for so long and we know she's had the extensions for a long time too. And I feel like it was just so much hair all the time and it, it felt like it seems like she was almost annoyed by it sometimes. Like she'd always be playing with it on stage. And especially during the summer when it was really hot, it just seemed like a lot of hair to try to deal with and didn't seem terribly convenient or like easy to kind of work around when she was trying to perform and stuff. And it just seemed like it was always kind of a nuisance in a way. And I just think, you know, a change is always welcome. And every so often you kind of just have to do something different and kind of refresh your image a little bit and I think she seems kind of into it like from what I've seen of her with the new shorter haircut she kind of seems like she's enjoying it 
I definitely feel like it's got to be less maintenance. It's got to be cooler for her, easier to perform on stage without all that hair all over the place. So I feel like she's kind of into it. And yeah, I mean, I think regardless of, you know, how you feel about it, I know some people are like, oh, I really miss the long hair. Like that that's Avril. The long hair is Avril, you know. I think it's just nice to see her doing something different, honestly, and just kind of just going for it and just, you know, just being like, yeah, why not? Let's just cut off all my hair. So as to whether or not I think she's going to keep it, I don't know. I guess, you know, it's possible. I think it just depends how much she's going to end up liking it. I think, you know, if she really wanted to go back to the long hair, she could always just add extensions on. So I don't think it's really that big of a deal. I don't know if she'll ever cut it that short again, but I do, I would like to see her kind of keeping a shorter length. Like she doesn't have to cut it into a bob ever again, but you know, I would like to see her maybe lose the extensions or at least just keep it kind of more shoulder length. I think that that would be a really nice change. And the thing too about long hair that I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about is that longer hair on women actually makes them look younger, which, you know, is fine. But when you cut it shorter, it actually does make you look older in like a a mature kind of way. And so I think it is nice to see her have like that kind of more mature look. The next thing to talk about is that we finally got news on the deluxe album, like this deluxe album that Avril has kept talking about, and we didn't really have a lot of information about it. We finally have a release date, which will be November 25th. And so I am planning to do an episode about that when that comes out. So what we know is going to be on it is that As she said, there's going to be a bunch of acoustic versions of songs on it. There's going to be Bite Me, Boys Lie, Love It When You Hate Me, and Love Sucks. So I imagine that Bite Me and Boys Lie will be the ones that we've heard already. And then obviously Love It When You Hate Me, we haven't heard that yet. Love Sucks, I know she recorded an acoustic version for Spotify, but I don't think it will be the same one because that was a Spotify exclusive, which I don't think means that they can use it for anything else. So she either re-recorded it and it might just sound really similar or it's possible it could be completely reimagined, kind of like Bite Me. We'll just have to wait and see on that. And then she confirmed that there will be three songs, including I'm a Mess. And then she confirmed another song called Mercury in Retrograde, which is a long time ago we had gotten this snippet that leaked called Retrograde. So I think it's got to be the same song. And then one other song that we don't know yet, but she says that they're previously unheard songs. I have no idea what the third song is going to be. It could be one of those ones that was in that batch of leaked songs like Joker or Eternally California with mods on one of those songs, or it could be a completely unheard title that we just don't know about. So as far as like my thoughts on the deluxe, I mean, I could get more into this when I do the actual episode about the deluxe album, but I know people were kind of disappointed because they were expecting more tracks than just like a few songs and then some acoustic versions. So I mean, I don't really know how I feel about it exactly yet because I haven't heard the other songs. You know, it's not exactly what I expected for the deluxe. I think for a deluxe and especially for having to wait for it this long, I feel like they probably could have put more songs on it, maybe like four to five actual like new songs and then probably ditched most of the acoustic stuff. But I think, you know, it's seven new tracks in total. So even though, again, four of them are acoustics, a couple of them are ones that we've heard already. And then there's, you know, I'm a mess we've obviously heard already. So then that really only leaves like two songs that we haven't heard yet. But I think when you consider that it's seven songs in total, I think that's okay for a deluxe. And especially now that we know she is working on new music. I mean, obviously we don't know when the new music is coming out and it could be quite a while, but at least we know she is already working on a new album. So I think that, you know, with the promise of new music on the way, I think this is, you know, it's okay for a deluxe. 
I think maybe hoping for like a whole another album might have been a little much to hope for. Like I think some people thought maybe she was going to do like a sister album type of thing, like a folklore evermore kind of thing. I think that might have been a little bit, you know, too much to hope for. I would have maybe said like four to five bonus tracks maybe. And I thought they were going to release a lot of the ones that leaked like Joker, Eternally, Hallelujah, like all those. But at the same time, I think, you know... I guess some people are theorizing that maybe they're not releasing those because they leaked. And so she kind of had to like change her plans. It is interesting. I mentioned this on the Avril Band-Aids forum. I thought it was interesting how Young, not Youngblood, Modson had said that he thought that California was going to be released pretty soon. So I do kind of wonder if the plans changed that like maybe they did have all these songs planned to release on the deluxe and then they all leaked. And so they decided to scrap all those and just make new songs. I don't know. So it is a little strange that he seemed like he was under the impression that California was going to be on the deluxe or released at some point. And that doesn't seem like it's happening now. So I don't know. Maybe the leaks did kind of throw a wrench in their plans. I don't know. So, you know, I guess there's kind of like two sides of that coin where you could say, I really wish that they would release all those songs so that we could officially stream them. On the other hand, then there wouldn't be any surprises if all the deluxe tracks were like basically songs we've heard already. So I guess there is that consolation where we are going to hear songs that we actually haven't heard. And I think in general, too, like I've mentioned before, it's been a while since Avril has released a proper deluxe album with like new songs on it, not just acoustics. And at least with these acoustic songs, it does seem like she's actually putting the effort into like re-recording them and not just changing out the instrumental and leaving the original vocal takes. So, you know, I think at least there's like some effort being put behind making a deluxe album. But would I have liked to see a little bit more and seen some of those other tracks that got leaked released officially? Yeah. (laughs) But like I said, I'll do a whole episode about it when it's released. So we'll talk more about it then. Then the next thing to talk about is my thoughts on Avril Lavigne 8, as I like to call it every time I see AL8 anywhere. You know, she's mentioned that she's working on a new album and that it's coming along pretty quickly. So we don't really know a ton about it right now. We know that she's working with pretty much the same group of collaborators and then adding in the frontman of All Time Low, Youngblood, and Andrew Goldstein. So I guess some people are obviously wondering is she going to go in the same direction as Love Sucks or is she going to kind of change it up a little bit but still be in that like pop punk alternative realm? And some people are wondering if I'm a mess might be indicative of where she's going next. I think it's hard to say because for one thing, it's a collaboration that she and Youngblood worked on together. So her collaborations aren't necessarily an indication of where she's going with her own actual music. And this was a song that they worked on a very long time ago. Like I said, it was probably about March 2021, which was long before Love Sucks ever. That was like almost a full year before Love Sucks came out. And like I said, it didn't fit with that album, which is why they saved it for the deluxe. So it's kind of hard to say if it's an indication of where she's going next because they worked on it before the album was actually done. But then again, like, you know, she has this kind of pattern of sometimes releasing singles at the end of an era to kind of indicate where she's going next to kind of act as a bridge. For example, we had Losing Grip. That was the transition single between Let Go and Under My Skin. And we had He Wasn't as a transition single between Under My Skin and The Best Damn Thing. So that's not something that she's always done. Worth noting, that's not something that she's always done between albums. But You know, I think it's a fair assessment. You know, people are wondering if I'm a mess might be indicative of what the next album is going to sound like. Will it be more mid-tempo? Will it be kind of more ballad-driven? Because this album, Love Sucks, was so up-tempo and so fast and so kind of like lighthearted and a lot of boy-bashing songs. And will, you know, the next album, will it be more 
will it be more true to kind of like where she's at in her life now? Because obviously the mindset that she was in when she made Love Sucks is that she was, you know, over relationships. And then obviously during the process of making that album, she got into another relationship and now she's engaged and in the process of planning a wedding and all that. So it's fair to wonder if for the next album, she's going to try to kind of get away from the boy bashing thing and do more love songs or do more songs like in the vein of I'm a mess where it's kind of like about missing somebody or being in a long distance relationship or what have you, maybe about even other topics entirely. I mean, I guess I wouldn't be mad about it if I'm a mess is, you know, kind of the direction that she's going to lean into for this next album. Worth noting, too, that she worked with Tommy Prophet on some songs, too. So, you know, the fact that she is like kind of keeping the same collaborators, but she's adding in some other ones, too, I think is really interesting. I'd be really surprised if it's a Love Sucks part two, to be honest with you. I just kind of don't see that. I think that Avril gets bored easily and she likes to switch things up from album to album and kind of whatever she did last time she wants to basically do the opposite this time and you know she always wants to make albums that are reflective of where she's at in her life at that present moment and so I just think that you know she got the boy bashing thing out of her the pop punk thing she got that all out of her with this album and I feel like it would make sense for this next album that she wants to kind of explore some other, you know, areas creatively that she didn't do on this album. So, you know, if I'm a mess is kind of the direction that she's heading in next, I really wouldn't be mad about it. I would definitely love to see, you know, I liked the Love Sucks album, but I don't really need another album just like it. I would like to see her kind of do either something like, you know, return to those ballads that she does really well or returning to more mid-tempo songs or writing about other topics besides like the boy bashing thing. I think too, I think we'd also like to see her explore her vocal abilities more too and like really show off her vocals more because I think a lot of the songs on Love Sucks for the most part don't really give her a chance to show what she can do vocally. And so I think that, you know, that might be something to explore on the next album too is kind of really challenging herself vocally, I think would be something we'd all be really interested in seeing. And then the last thing to talk about is the fact that she started the tour in Japan So at the time that I'm recording this, she has already done the first show and basically the set list is the same as it was for the Bite Me tour, but she just made a couple of changes. She took out Love Sucks and added in I'm a Mess, which I was pleasantly surprised to see her do, especially because she ended up doing it solo and it's such a new song. She didn't really have a ton of time to like rehearse it or anything. And I thought she sounded really good on it. Yeah, like unfortunately she omitted the bridge, but I get why because it's so hard to sing and it was pr- it would probably be more impactful if Youngblood was there to sing it with her. So just the fact that she even sang like most of it at all, I think was a really nice welcome surprise. And I hope that she keeps it on the set list. And then she took out Smile and put in Hello Kitty, which I think was, we all kind of predicted that she was going to sing Hello Kitty for Japan. That was just kind of a no-brainer. So she's going to be doing shows in Japan for the next couple of weeks. And then she doesn't have any tour dates on her website until April with the European leg. So it'll be interesting to see what she fills her time with, you know, in between that. I'm sure that obviously she's going to take time off to spend, you know, the holidays with her family and friends, you know, rightfully so. Probably going to still be in the studio. Like she's definitely working really hard in the studio on this next album so I definitely think she's gonna probably hold herself up in the studio like she typically does and you know just bang out song after song after song 
And, you know, it's possible she's probably, you know, doing some wedding planning. I don't know. So it's just kind of interesting that, you know, we know that we have the deluxe album coming out this month and then she's finishing up her tour in Japan and then probably taking time off for the holidays, working on a new album. I know she's working on a documentary and, you know, all her little side projects, the Skater Boy movie, all that stuff. So I'm sure she has more than enough stuff to occupy herself with. But it's just interesting that there's a huge gap with the tour dates and like live shows and stuff. I don't know if she's going to do any holiday shows like Jingle Ball, like those kinds of holiday festivals and stuff. So it'll just be interesting to see kind of in this little break that we're going to have to see, you know, what she ends up doing from there. And then next week, I'm going to be posting my first episode with a guest, which I'm really excited about. I know I had talked about doing it for a long time and I finally ended up doing it. And I think it turned out really well. We had a really great conversation and I think that everybody's going to really, really enjoy it. So I hope that you tune in for that and that you enjoy it. And then after that, like I said, I'm going to do the episode about the Love Sucks Deluxe Edition, which I think is going to come out right after Thanksgiving. So, you know, I might take a little break during Thanksgiving to obviously spend the holiday with my family and friends and all of that, but I will definitely try to get an episode up about the Love Sucks Deluxe. So with that, we conclude another edition of the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can be the first to know when a new episode drops, and don't forget to leave a rating or review as well. We're currently streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and Audible. Be sure to join me next week for a very special episode with my first ever guest that you won't want to miss. That's coming up next time on the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. The Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by Andrea DeFrancesco. Theme music is HD and Lights by J. Powell Flicks. Follow the latest podcast news on Instagram at Best Damn Avril Pod or email Best Damn Avril Pod at yahoo.com.